Hey friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Live Free, Love Well podcast. Last week, I didn't make a big deal out of it, but was actually episode 50. We made it to the big 5-0 of episodes of this podcast, which is exciting. So we are past that threshold this week with episode 51, and I'm excited to still be doing this. I just take it week by week day by day and I will keep doing it as long as I feel led to do it. So we're here for another episode about things that we can live free from because of whose we are because of what Christ did for us on the cross. And this week we are going to be talking about how we can live free from doubt. So I don't know about y'all but if you've ever doubted the Lord this week know that you can live free from that that you can live free from doubting him because we can trust him completely and fully so let's go ahead and jump in to this week's episode of the podcast my word for the year this year was trust Some of you may already know that if you've been following me for any amount of time or have paid attention to some of these episodes in the first part of the year. Around December every year, at least for the past four or five years or so, I have prayed about kind of what I feel like the Lord has for me this upcoming year and what word it is that I'm going to really need to cling to or something I'm going to learn about myself or about God in this area, whatever the word may be. And so this past year, it was trust. And I can say without a shadow of a doubt that one thing I have needed this year is to just trust the Lord, to trust him in all things and to not doubt him. And when I first started this podcast, one of the people that I talked to about it, she had mentioned not talking about something on the podcast until we felt like we were healed from it. And she does that with her stuff. And so that was just kind of her piece of advice is don't talk about it if you've not healed from it. And I thought that was really good information. And so I feel like as I've gone through this year, and as I've worked on trusting the Lord, and I've seen his promises come to pass. I feel like I can say that that I trust him. That I trust him with everything. We are in the middle of a construction loan and if any of you follow interest rates on mortgages or financials of any kind and in the job that I had before this, that's all I did. You know the interest rates are stupid high right now. So, knowing When we started this mortgage, our construction loan, interest rates were like low to mid 3%. They're like 7% now. So over doubled what they were when we started this construction loan. So there is a lot of me that has had a hard time trusting that this is going to work out okay. But I have to go back and I have to remind myself that this is where God has placed us. This is where he's called us to. And as things keep unfolding in life, it just becomes more and more clear to me. The more I trust him, the more I'm able to really see what 
what he has planned, what what's coming next. And I can trust that it's going to be okay because I've seen it be okay. And so I just want to encourage you this week that because he is a good father, because he loves us and he truly wants what's best for us, we can trust him and we can live free from doubt because he's good. Because what he says comes to be. And so I actually have two verses for us this week. One of them is Joshua twenty one forty five, And the other one is Hebrews 13, 8. So I'm going to read Joshua 21, 45 first. And that says, None of the good promises the Lord had made to the house of Israel failed. Everything was fulfilled. And then Hebrews 13.8, kind of piggybacking on that. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And the reason why I chose those is because sometimes when you go back to the Old Testament, I hear a lot of people saying, well, that's not relevant now. And even in this specific verse, it says that all of the promises the Lord made to the house of Israel never failed. Obviously, you and I were not living in that time. We were not an Israelite. And so I can hear people saying, well, how is that relevant? And so we fast forward to Hebrews 13, 8 and read that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So if you believe the Bible is the true living word of God and from front to back, it's all inspired by him. Then what God did for the Israelites in Joshua, he's still doing that for us today. None of his promises failed. Everything was fulfilled. And I, if you follow me on Facebook or Instagram, you would have seen my post um, earlier this week about my new job and I took a job at my church which I've only been going to the church for like 10 months or so eight months and so it's super crazy how it all played out and I kind of had hinted that this was such a God thing but this is one of those things that for the first time in my life Like, I've seen God do really cool, crazy things in other people's life. In my life, just growing up in church, just doing the day-to-day thing, like, I don't have one super cool, big God story. It's just a lot of small things that he's done in my life. And this is the first thing that he's done that I can say without a shadow of a doubt was his design from... 10 years ago to now and just seeing it all play out has been crazy so a year ago I had been praying about switching churches time out let me back up further so I went to school for business marketing and management when I first went to school marketing was not what I wanted to do but I started taking classes and I loved it I loved the 
creating graphic design part of marketing and all of that stuff. And I'm a super creative person anyway. I like to, I have a cricket. I like to cricket things. And so it was just something that I really enjoyed. And as I went through school, I've always kind of had this entrepreneurial spirit. I've wanted to own my own business. And then that's kind of developed as I've grown and had kids and a family and realized that owning your own business is not quite as glamorous as it seemed originally. And I started to kind of enjoy my weekends off and my holiday pay and vacation time and realized that that was not really a thing when you owned your own business. So bringing it up a little bit after I graduated college, you know, life, kids, whatever. And in 2016, as you all know as well, my brother got in a motorcycle accident. It was the year I became a mom. And then the next year, my grandpa got pancreatic cancer. And the next year, my aunt and uncle took over the church. And when they took over the church after my brother passed away, I just really felt that the Lord was calling me to just stay there. When some of my family left the church, I decided to stay. And I didn't know why. I just knew in that season, that's where the Lord wanted me. And it was in that season that I grew so much. And I learned so much about myself, about who God created me to be. And I really started figuring out how my passion could meet up with my purpose and how those two things would work together. And that's when I really started getting a desire for the tying the whole communications thing to wanting to do something with a purpose. And I talked about this job interview before, which is kind of what birthed this podcast was when I had the job interview with a separate company about um, like a communications position where I was doing their social media and their blogging and all of that kind of stuff. And, and after that interview, it really just ignited something in me that was like, this is what I want to do. And I had no idea how to get there. I had switched jobs a couple of times and I knew that in this season with my family, I just needed to stay put. And then a year ago, I started feeling that stir, like I just knew the Lord had something new. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it looked like. And then I felt like it was time to leave the church I grew up in, which was super hard. And at the bank where I worked before, I knew a couple of people that attended the church that I go to now. And I drove by it every day that I went to work. And there was something about it that I just felt like, I think this is it. And I listened to a couple of um, the pastor's sermons during COVID when you couldn't actually go to church. And so my friend and I took the leap. And one Sunday, uh, we went there. And from the beginning, it just felt like where I was supposed to be. And then I brought Logan and he liked it. And so it was just this whole thing where it was like, I have no idea why I'm here, what I'm doing, but I know it's God. And that same month that we decided to switch churches, 
we also found the land that we bought to build our house on. And which is also 15 minutes closer to work, my old job, than where we were at before. So it was closer to work. And now it would be closer to the church. Not that that's everything, but closer to the church that we would be going to. And so all of this stuff was just like happening so fast. It seemed like we switched churches. We bought land. We were planning on building a house. And I remember one night looking up at the sky and just being like, God, I have no idea. I have no idea what you're doing, but I trust you and I know it's going to be good. And I can't even really tell you what it was other than just God. Like I knew that God had a plan. And that was actually all of that kind of happened around the time that I felt like my word for the year was going to be trust because all of this started happening with the new church and the new house. And, you know, I just knew that I was going to be spending the year having to put a lot of my trust in God that he had a bigger plan than I could even see for myself. And so fast forward to now. And a few weeks ago, I met with my pastor about something totally different, not even related to what this position was. But this position got brought up that I took. Like, it's just crazy because it wasn't even anything I was looking for. It wasn't anything that I was expecting. But it ended up being exactly what I've been praying for. For a really long time. And one thing I've learned is that when you get an answered prayer, it feels kind of (laughs) scary. Like now all of a sudden you have what you want and you aren't really sure what to do with it. But it's also really cool to see how God just works things out in ways that we truly don't understand. And I think that's what brings me back to the doubt thing. Like what does doubting God do? What good does it do to doubt That he is who he says he is. That he is faithful. That he loves us. That he has a plan and a purpose for us. It does zero good to doubt. Because at the end of the day, God's plan will be fulfilled. His promises will be fulfilled. Nothing he ever does fails. And so I want to encourage you this week that if you have something that you feel like God has promised or you feel like is something that he has spoken to you or a desire he's put on your heart or a dream that you feel like he's given you, I want to encourage you today that even if it takes five years, everything was fulfilled. It will be fulfilled. And yes, it takes putting your full trust in him and trusting that he is who he says he is and he will do what he says he can do. But when you let go and let God, that fun saying that we say all the time, but truly when you let go and let God, you let go of your doubt, you let go of your insecurities, you let go of your need to control and you just trust that God has it.
and it doesn't look like the way we want it to all of the time. It doesn't feel the way we want it to feel. It's not always fun. It's not always enjoyable. But sometimes the path to get where we need to go is a little more rough terrain than we had hoped. But at the end, we're getting there. God will fulfill each and every one of his promises. None of the good promises the Lord had made to the Israelites failed. None of them. He will not fail you. He has not failed me yet. Just because his timing and my timing do not always look the same does not mean it's, it's a failure. It just means it's not in his timing. And I can tell you, his timing is far more perfect than anything we could ever plan for ourselves. So hold on to that this week, that his timing is perfect, his plans are good, and his plans never fail. The song I have for you guys this week is called Homeward, and it is by Benjamin William Hastings. And it has been a song that I have really held on to this summer. Um, It's one that has carried me through a lot. And it's basically just talking about how, you know, we've asked God for these things. And even if we've not seen it, even if we're still in the waiting season, that we can hold on to his promises. We can hold on to his plans, to the dreams that he's given us. Because he's faithful. Let go of your doubt this week, friends. As cliche as it is to say, let go and let God, I challenge you to do just that. To, as you listen to this song and this podcast this week, just let go and let God do what God does best. Let him time things out and plan things and do what he does. Let him fulfill his promises. Give him the space to fulfill every promise that he's made. We don't have to doubt. We can trust him with the good, with the bad, with all of it. Because he knows what's best for us. He knows what's best for our family, our kids, our friends, all of it. He knows what's best. And so that's why we can live free from doubt. We just have to give it to him. And I know it's easier said than done. But I challenge you to try and do that this week. Write down your doubts and then throw them away and give them to God and trust him this week. Thanks for coming back and listening to another episode of the Live Free, Love Well podcast. We only have a few more weeks left of talking about a few different things that we can live free from, and then we will dive into a few things that we, how we can love well. Because we live free, we can love well, and kind of what that looks like. So I hope you'll keep coming back and listening 
to what I have left for you. I hope you've been encouraged by these and I hope that you truly do feel a little bit more freedom than you felt before we started this free from series. So I hope you guys have a blessed week. I hope that you are encouraged to live free from doubt this week. And I hope that you find that you trust God a little bit more than you did before you came and listened. Have a blessed week, friends. Let's live free and love well.